Hey there, and welcome to Drunk Distory Presents The Dark Ride, a fun Disney Parks themed game show with zero prizes and lots of drinking. My name is Adrian, and I'm here with my co-host, Ryan. We are two people who love Disney Parks and started this podcast because we know there are lots of other Disney Parks fans out there who, like us, aren't all perfect and PG-rated, and if that's you, then this is the show for you. Okay, now that that's out of the way, let's find out what attraction we're going to talk about. It's the roller coaster that sits inside of a 40-foot tall Fender guitar. You know it. Maybe you love it. It's Rockin' Roller Coaster. Are you ready to rock? All right. Well, hop inside this limo. You know what? Make it a super stretch limo. Okay. I'm excited. I love myself a limo. Okay. We're going to gather some facts and make some drinks, and we'll be right back. <laughs> so do you think of rock and roller coaster or do you think of mrs doubtfire when you hear that song oh totally doubtfire exactly <laughs> totally doubtfire how are you doing rye i'm great how are you adrian i'm so excited and i'm sure you're even more excited than me because we have a special guest on the show who you know and love i i yeah i do i know and love him He's uh he's been with me for his entire life. <laughs> he's he was our first guest and he's our also our first repeat guest. Absolutely. Yeah. Give it up for the Muppet Vision 3D loving Eric Bieber. Hey! <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that, Ryan. Hi, <laughs> brother. In both the, both those sentiments in one sentence? No. <laughs> Glad to know you both know and love me. Yeah. I know and love myself as well. <laughs> And self-care is so self-care is so important these days. <laughs> yes. That is true. These days especially. So yeah. what's up guys? Are you excited to talk about rock and roller coaster? So okay. excited. I'm ready to rock. Yeah. <laughs> 80s hair rock. Bring it. Yeah, wait, where's Twisted Sister? Maybe that's who should have done it instead of Aerosmith. You ready to rock? <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> or like Snyder presents maybe anybody. <laughs> Um, so, okay, let's, I, I heard that song for two seconds and I already need a drink. So I think we should start drinking. I'm going to tell everybody what we're drinking today. Uh, we're drinking sweet emotion. <laughs> um, it's one ounces of tequila, a half ounce of triple sec, a half ounce of Midori, two ounces of watermelon juice and four ounces of lemonade. Put it in a shaker, swish, 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 or whatever you do. You shake, shake, shake. I don't know. And that is a sweet... Shake, shake your Sonora. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, this, is, this is delicious. It's um, I'm kind of mad that you made me go get all this stuff, including watermelon juice, because I didn't know where to get that. Well, um, it's summer. Mm. You should know where to get it. Well, I yeah, but <laughs> um, but it's delicious, so I'm glad that I'm drinking it. Yeah, it's, it's super refreshing. Mm. And we're also drinking out of Disney mugs, as usual. I am drinking out of the leader of the packs mug. It's just a blue mug. And it's got Mickey on it, and he's happy to be here, and so am I. Oh, classic! Mm. What about you guys? Um, I've got a uh, I've got a Tree of Life mug. It's brown. Mm. And it looks like a root, and it's got animals carved into well, fake carved into it. You know, like fake rocks and fake trees. I love it. Where'd you get that in Animal Kingdom? Yeah, at that well, that that gift shop right after the Tree of Life. Yeah, like right at the spoke. 
I like that one. It's a nice big yeah. gift shop. Is it a spoke or is it like a spider? I guess it's like, it kind of like a, it's like, yeah, it's kind of like a, like a, like a, one of those spiders that took acid and then, and then did their web. That's kind of the yeah. way out of, uh, of animal kingdom in general. I think that's how they imagineered it to begin with. They just took acid. <laughs> <laughs> no one roadie, no one roadie. It's possible. Uh, oh, that's true. Um, drink. Uh, ah. I know you guys are rules now. <laughs> Set you up. To, like an ima- to the Imagineers. <laughs> so everybody knows, listening at home, anytime we mention Imagineer on this podcast, we drink because they deserve it. I think I learned that rule at some point during the last podcast. And so yep. now I'm, I'm, I'm getting better at this game of yours. Uh, <laughs> cheers to the Imagineers. Yeah. I am drinking out of, unfortunately, not Disney, but Universal's most Disney-like IP, a Minions mug um, that features two Minions. A short one with a comb over and with two eyes and a taller one with two eyes and a um and a top only ponytail or something. I don't know. But there's no one eyed one, which I think is their most popular one, so I get ripped off. I do like that Cyclops one. He's good. Yeah, I think he's everybody's favorite. He's like the I don't know, is he like the because they're all kinda like Aren't they all the same? Them, but they kinda are like, <laughs> like three stooges. It's, it's their like the mo- feature. <laughs> Like the fact that he has one eye, it's all of the minions' only defining feature. Yeah, <laughs> he's the only one that stands out. So he's everyone's favorite. I he's feel like cutest. this proves I'm so Disney because I know nothing about the different types of minions. That well, there are. we just named them. There's two. Uh, <laughs> one has two eyes, and the other has one. Okay, yeah. you have met there's all five thousand of them. <laughs> And these are the only discerning. <laughs> and what movie are they in? What's it's called? The Minions. Uh, this, no, well, there is the Minions, and there's Despicable Me. That's what. That's oh, what that's like out. Steve Carell. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Which those are, I great. thought was those an average really movie really that had, um, apparently did really well. Yeah, really fun movies. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay, so should we just talk a little bit about this ride before we start playing the game? Sure. The basics. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're talking about Rock and Roller Coaster. Uh, it's at the end of Sunset Boulevard, right next to a better ride. Um, sorry. <laughs> uh, Hollywood Studios. It's also at Walt Disney Studios Parks in Disneyland Paris. What's it Actually, next to over there? I'm sorry? What's it next to over there? Like, does it also have, like, it's much better, <laughs> the much better ride next door? Being Tower there's Terror, really not a lot of rides at that park. Yeah, I was gonna say probably the entrance and the exit because there's yeah. nothing in that park. <laughs> exactly. It's just yeah, it, it, Tower of Terror is in that park. So that yeah, it's absolutely next to a better ride. But fun fact, this is the fastest roller coaster in France. Rook in the roller coaster. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, like I can't imagine them having a lot of fast roller coasters. It doesn't fit in with the culture. Yeah. Um, it was instituted in on July. <laughs> you just 29th. imagine, you just imagine them like riding and being like, "Oh, my baguette, my baguette!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, what if they remade the rock and roller coaster to a giant baguette? Oh man! Oh, it's the same shape yeah. instead yeah, of a little. Like, you're in a baguette. Oh, I love it. We're just like you're going through like light up cheeses. <laughs> I think I would like that way better than the cardboard like uh, street signs. Yeah. I think we. That's I think we're onto idea. something, Eric. Yeah, yeah. They should definitely make that ride in France. France, not not insulting at all. And it would be so adorable if everybody had to wear a beret yeah, while yeah. they rode. Totally. Yeah. Um. So, uh, 
instituted July 29th, 1999. Uh, Rock and Roller Coaster is an enclosed launch roller coaster that propels people from 0 to 57 miles per hour in 2.8 seconds. The attraction features recorded music as well as appearances from the well-known rock band Aerosmith. The backstory for Rock and Roller Coaster is that you're visiting a backstage recording session by the band and on a whim they invite you to their concert across town in los angeles the problem is they and you are running late to get you there quickly they hire a stretch limo for you and all of your friends the <laughs> logic is sound sounds so legit and that's really <laughs> what happens i mean uh, the this is capacity... probably the only way that steve tyler can actually make friends so yeah <laughs> like, what about, what about if you like come you. to my, my concert like let's just do that real quick okay all right <laughs> that's so rude that's so rude that he doesn't sound like that <laughs> but he should on a disney ride that's my best steve tyler <laughs> he's become a cartoon character <laughs> that's my best steve tyler <laughs> <laughs> um, 1800 riders per hour there are 5 trains with 6 cars riders are arranged 2 across in 2 rows for a total of 24 riders per train alright car, limo, whatever um, some interesting facts about the ride each limo has a special novelty license plate uh, you should pay attention to the license plate because then you'll know so each car plays a different song so like your experience could always be different on the ride which is kind of cool and you can, if you look at the license plate, you'll kind of know which song you're going to get. The one that says one quick limo, it's like one QK limo is the song Nine Lives. Too Fast for You is Sweet Emotion. Bye bye is Young Lust, Fine, and Love in an Elevator. Hate Traffic is Back in the Saddle and Dude Looks Like a Lady. And You Go Babe is Love in an Elevator and Walk This Way. Fun fact about You Go Babe, until 2004, it used to read You Go Girl, but Disney updated it because they thought it was a little sexist. Whether or not they succeeded is up for debate. Can you imagine um, hating The yourself? lyrics of Aerosmith. Can you imagine hating yourself so badly <laughs> that you would like stop in line and be like, oh no, you go ahead. I want to get on the next limo because I want the other song. Yeah, I mean that's well, that's if an you hate a particular Aaron. That is a new new level of like Karen. Of Karen. Yeah. Of Karen Karen. <laughs> yeah. Karen is Karen. Um I did not know that. I didn't know that there were different songs. And I've ridden this roller coaster a bunch of times. I'm I'm sure I've heard, you know, a bunch of them. And I never noticed. I think people believe that it's just like the song you're like getting a certain part of the soundtrack because I do remember being like oh I didn't hear dude looks like a lady I thought I would hear it I would think it was just I was listening to a different part of the soundtrack but it's actually each each limo has its own soundtrack yeah that's uh that seems like unneeded <laughs> unneeded complexity <laughs> There are over 900 speakers throughout the entire attraction. Each guest is surrounded by five speakers and four are around the head. And there's one subwoofer under the seat. When you multiply that across all the guests in each limo and then by the number of limos in circulation, there's five limos always in circulation. They have six, but there's always five circulating. Uh, it's easy to see how they have over 900 speakers. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so what, what are your initial memories thoughts about rock and roller coaster i feel like i don't think of this as like a music ride i mean like i know it's a music ride like there's a giant guitar that like and you're going to a music studio or whatever <laughs> but like like 
the the soundtrack when you're on the roller coaster, like I don't think of the music. You know, they went through all that. Effort. What are you thinking about? Uh, like how cool it is to drive on like the the five going to Hollywood. I guess I don't know. Like it, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't feel like a uh, you know like Space Mountain has like you know the speakers right in the back of your ears, and you you get like a real sensation of like the soundscape. I guess just because, like, I know all the songs, it just feels like you're driving. Like, it's, it's just like the radio playing in your car. It doesn't feel like a soundscape of, like, a, a concert or something. I, I agree. I think it might be because of the roar of the coaster and the mix of screens sure. that you don't pick up on the song. Yeah, That's probably why I don't remember yeah. them. I have an, a totally opposite experience. I totally think this is a music ride. It's all about the music. I don't. I feel the rest of it is completely unmemorable. Well, I mean, the, the launch is super memorable. Yeah, this yeah. is definitely. I think my first. The only lit up part. Yeah, this is a first... memorable two seconds. <laughs> this is my first launch coaster. This uh, oh, okay. this this turned me into a launch queen. Um, <laughs> the term? <laughs> now it is. Oh, it's a, it's a term for sure. For, for sure, it's a term. Oh, my big brother's an LQ. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, they're awesome. And I wish that they, uh, I mean, they're starting to be more and more prevalent, right? So, um, my first one was a ride called the Outer Limits, and I don't remember what park it was, but I remember it was called the Outer Limits, and it was, it blew my friggin' mind. I went on it like 25 times because I, I, I didn't even know when I was getting onto it that it was going to be a launch roller coaster. And then when it happened, we were like, holy shit, what just happened? It, so, uh, yeah, when it's your first time. <laughs> It is memorable. Yeah. And this one is done well because, like, uh, um, Hulk at Islands of Adventure is also a launch coaster. And that was probably my second one. And it's not done as well. You know, like, I think it, you're up on the angle and stuff. So it's like, it doesn't. I think it's done better. Uh, I don't think so. Like, because you're up on an angle. So it, like, just, I don't know. It feels. <laughs> this it really feels like you're, like, going from, like, zero to a backflip in no time at all. Is that other, I I haven't been to California Adventure. Is that ride a, a launch coaster? Yes, that, that, yes yeah, it is. That is a launch coaster and a super uh, that, super fun one too. Okay. Yeah, but it doesn't shoot you into a loop. It shoots you into yeah, just an uh, yeah, art. Some camelbacks, right? I think. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, there is no. Wait, oh, there's one loop. There's one loop on yeah. that ride. So um, my initial memories of this ride, I was a cast member uh, my freshman year of college in and. Um, I worked at Hollywood Studios and they gave us passes at lunchtime before this ride opened to go and ride it. So on our lunch breaks, that's what we would do. We would run across the park and go on this like every single day. And I thought it was fun because I didn't have to experience the pre-show. Um, and then when I started, because <laughs> it was just like going on a quick roller coaster ride. So with no weight, so it was fun. But then once you know, I wasn't a cast member anymore and I had to do, sit through that pre-show for the 500th time. I started to slowly dislike the ride. So that's funny because I have a memory about this ride that is similar. And Ryan, I'm not sure if it's true or not because part of my memory doesn't make sense. So you can confirm. Oh, okay. Play, play it on <laughs> you me. can call me on my bullshit. Uh, a good turn of events here. Um, I remember getting uh, a special pass because this is before Fast Pass existed, but I think they were toying with the idea. And for some reason, we got a special pass that we showed this little, I don't know what it was, maybe a ticket stub or something. 
that let us go through the exit. And so we got on at the exit of the ride, which is like where all those little trees are and it's lit up and stuff. And, you know, you're like going into the show at that time or something. We got the egg on the exit of the ride and then the roller coaster went through and then we were just already seated and then other people got on and then we went. Um, but I also remember the only time we ever got really special treatment like that was when my stroller got stolen. And that doesn't make sense because I would not be stroller bound if we were on that sure. ride. Um, but I also might not have been tall enough to get on that ride, but we went through the exit anyway and got me on because that was a way to get me on you know, the ride because they wouldn't take my There's lots of Disney magic that happens, and uh, I don't remember that specific occurrence, but that doesn't mean that it didn't happen. Um, and, uh, you know, like when you have parents that uh, like to complain about stuff, sometimes you get sometimes <laughs> you get uh, some, some special treatment. And uh, I've definitely had that happen through, you know, during the course of my uh, my Disney vacations, and uh, so you guys don't feel alone. I also had parents that like to complain about stuff, so we would get free yeah. things. So, and <laughs> Disney's really good about. Wait, so right, you don't remember? You don't remember going on that ride through the exit? Uh, not not specifically, no. Okay, I I do, and I think it might have been my first time on that ride because I think I was snuck on because I was too short to ride it, which would make sense because I was like eight and or nine, and I was a very short kid. It's a forty-eight inch height requirement. Yeah, I, I didn't make it for a lot of things. Yeah, Eric, Eric was real short, real short for a long time. Yeah, I think we were still trying to sneak me out of Tower of Terror when like, you know, I was like 12 or something. I'm not sure. I don't know. That could be wrong. What about you, Ryan? Um, so, uh, I don't have like like specific memories of like enjoying the ride or anything like that. Um, I like, I have like memories of like being excited to ride it and then the queue letting me down. Um, I mean, we got to talk about this pre-show. Yeah. When we get into queue, we'll, we'll dive into that. Okay. Um, it's, it's like, it's pretty ridiculous. Uh, it's pretty (laughs) ridiculous altogether. Um, I think, you know, uh, it's like one of these rides that is like so unmemorable, that like I haven't latched like anything specific onto it, um, yeah, yeah. I feel like it. I have this theory about Disney World where because there's so many, um, and these are rides that as huge Disney fan- fans we love those slow moving rides um, that aren't very thrilling that if they put anything that has a semblance of a roller coaster in that automatically people are like this ride is amazing but it's because it's in comparison to the slow moving rides that I, I don't know if true hardcore Disney fans really appreciate those rides so when rock and roller coaster has a 70 minute wait I'm like that has to be because people are tired of, of riding boat rides sure. or but I'm so thankful because I don't have I know I don't have to wait in that that line and they're not waiting in another line that i do want to wait in so yeah 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 okay so all right let's yeah i feel like i think when we get into the game that's when we can really dive into the queue and the uh the thrill level and that type of stuff so i think we should do you want to drink that ride oh i do drink that ride Remix! Ever, ever, ever. 
Is that just the uh, like that classic like British like joke music when they're running through different doors in a hallway or something? <laughs> the Scooby Doo version. <laughs> yeah, it kind of sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, no, I'd like to. Uh, we should probably give credit, musical credit to DJ Goofy. This is the DJ <laughs> and the funny thing is, if anyone's listening at home, it's like they're they're just saying that because of it's a Disney podcast. No, that's the real. Disney I mean, name. I guess like it's probably like DJ Go Oofy, <laughs> like because he's got some, oh. he's got some, <laughs> he's got some capitalization <laughs> issues. That makes it worse. Let's call right. him DJ Goofy. Yeah. I think maybe he had to do that for you know the right potentially. To potentially. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, uh, Disney's already let's, patented let's, that. Let's play drink that ride. Adrian, do you want to explain how uh, how drink that ride? Is? I will explain the game, and we want everyone to play along at home. It's basically a drink the difference game. We're gonna rank the rides through a series of technical and fun rounds, and drink the point difference that we give each ride. For example, if a category is worth five points, and you give the ride a three in that category, you can drink two, like two sips or two seconds. The shittier the ride, the drunker you get. Our categories are technical categories start off with Q for five points, length of ride for five points, thrill level, five points, immersion that includes sight, sounds, and ride vehicle for 10 points. And then we go into the big category. Um, Disney is a lot of money and they're selling fun. And this category is going to decide if they've succeeded at that. And that's 25 points. The fun zone. Hmm. So uh, we start at the start. That's the queue. And this one is a big discussion about the queue because, um, okay, so when you, when guests, first of all, you have to start right at the beginning when you see that huge guitar, which I have to say, it's pretty creative that they took the strings of the guitar and turned it into a, what looks like a roller coaster track so that when you're entering, Mm. it's like the upside down limo. That, that is pretty cool. And that the limo's upside down. I love that. Yeah. I will go out. Yeah. I will go I out on that... a, a very short limb, saying saying Uh-oh. that this has the <laughs> coolest marquee of any ride. Okay. Uh, no. Marquee. I'm right sorry. on the other side of the park. Star. What's it? Star, Star Tours marquee's bullshit. That's not a, That's not the marquee. Down? This is literally oh. the sign for the ride. Like, is this giant thing? Yeah. Oh, like, is oh. it the sign for the ride? All right. Yeah, it's the sign for the ride. It is. It is pretty cool. Um, when you get in, you you enter. When you enter the queue, you walk into a high ceiling circular room, uh, which is themed to the fictional record label called G Force Records. So, it's another like cute so, like, like play on words. Cool, but like you have to wait for twenty five minutes outside first. In in like the like worst in turn the styles of like just back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. There's just that dumb yeah. door that has like the marbles that everyone just touches, and now with coronavirus, I feel like I want to vomit <laughs> thinking about that. Like, and and then you're, I feel like you're wait, like you're you're standing in these different portions for a very long period of time, you're just yes. standing there a lot. It's not even like totally. a line moves. No, yeah, it's it's because of that. I think it's because of that pre-show show, and there's no, there just isn't any good movement of people. There. Yeah. So Uh-oh. when you're so on or something. Exactly. So you're, you're, you're the, then you go into this studio C and you're in this two minute, it's two minute pre-show. It feels to me a lot longer than yeah. that. It's only two minutes long. <laughs> it's only two minutes long. I, I, and I, and I checked it out on YouTube. It's only two minutes long. It's I feel insane. like I feel really like, long. I feel like, like there was an entire like birthing, like from start to finish 
like <laughs> a woman got pregnant, she carried the baby to term and then had her child all during the span of Steven Tyler yapping at us for 90 seconds. I think I would choose I think I would choose childbirth over over this. And I feel like you <laughs> you're you like they're lining you up along these what are those those divider things it just feels like the whole process takes a very long time so what you're supposed to be doing is like as you enter steven the aerosmith's walk this way is playing which is kind of which is kind of cute and the band greets you um as their manager walks in interrupting telling the band that they're running late to yeah. steven was like steven's like oh, and... i was just about to invite them back to my green room Ow. <laughs> oh <laughs> you're getting better at that <laughs> you could be a Steven Tyler impersonator by the end of this. Apparently, there's been multiple uh, changes to this pre-show, and the current one has has Joe Perry and the rest of the band like talk to a cast member that they've named Chris and say like, "Hey, Chris, will you get me my guitar?" And then you know the cast member responds, but they also have an audio in case there's no cast member available to do that. So what happens is like, you know, they say that famous line where Steve, where Steven Tyler like pauses and says like, wait a minute, like she asks if everyone wants backstage passes. He says, wait a minute. I love that idea. <laughs> I just hate this whole thing. I don't even like that. So <clears throat> I'm, I'm looking it up right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Rock and Roller has an IMDb page. <laughs> and nice. Because it's a film. And, uh, like all of it is like like it's self 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 uh except for uh elena douglas who plays the band manager um yeah you know i I don't really know what she what else she has done uh oh yeah yeah yes i do she was in the movie picture perfect that i watched last night um on my parents hbo go oh excellent (laughs) nice that's good prep for this podcast yeah i just watched armageddon before i thought that was good prep and and uncredited ken marino Comedian Ken Marino from uh, from Wet Hot American Summer and the state. He's in it. Wanderlust. Yeah, he's he's in uh, the background as like one of the like the studio techs. Oh, I feel like totally. I do remember that. And he's got and it's on his yeah. IMDb page, which is amazing to me. Yeah. I feel like we should have IMDb pages before he has one for that. Um, so, yeah, what do you guys think about this whole Q experience? I mean, it makes me want to rack. <laughs> uh, it's it, it's uh, it's abysmal. It's it's horrible for everything that you said about it. Uh, the Q is um, is real bad. Wait, so the Q's not over yet, though. There is like a pretty cool transition. Mm. So. So after yeah, the pre-show, well, you're supposed to be going in the. You're supposed to go be going outside. Yeah, he was like, "Go in that off. dirty alley!" Ow! And, uh, and Ryan, you make this ride sound so much more he fun. He walked than through the is. back door into a dirty alley with uh, <laughs> with the entrance to the LA freeway in it. Apparently, out of a garage, direct yeah, access to the a, LA yeah. freeway. I, I can only say that I feel so cringy even talking about this. Like, I, I, Ryan, when we've done other episodes and talked about, I think, the pre-show for Dinosaur and um, Mission Space, I 
don't like when they have like a scientist talking to you and there's that cheesy thing where you're supposed to believe that that this is going on it cringes me out this takes it to another level of cringing me like i like i love that idea give them backstage passes like i it makes me it i it feels so patronized in the experience the ride also assumes that you're massive aerosmith fan <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the assumption. That, that's that's the suspension of belief that you begin with. You go into their studio recording. It's like, you love us. They love us so much. Let's bring them to the show. Yeah, let's make sure they get the best service. Yeah, let's bring them to the show. Stretch limos. Because they love so, us, right? Eric, would you feel differently? Would you be more inclined to, yeah. to want to hop in that, that super stretch limo if if it, if, if, it was, if it was Twisted Sister, you yes. that offered you the ride? Oh, because that was the other no. band that they were shopping this out. Yeah. Was that the other band they considered? Well, wait, how, about, how about if it was... Wasn't there that whole like weird Disney Apple bridge and Apple is all about you too at the time? Like, there's a what certain if it was no synergy doubt? right there. Because <laughs> that's the other stop? band that they tried to get to do it. Yeah. <laughs> they tried to get them? Yeah, they, they couldn't get, get them? them? Because, I mean, like that's embarrassing. They couldn't get no doubt. No, Gwen Stefani can't can't even get no doubt right now. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, if it was Gwen Stefani, it'd be pretty awesome though, because you'd probably like be riding in like bananas, (laughs) just like like, a whole shitload of bananas. That would be so cool. And then when she went to her whole like thing where she was obsessed with like other cultures, yeah, they would just. I think it would get. I think that would be cringy too. I. I'm so cringed yeah. out right now. And Eric, you're totally right. Like they're assuming that like we friggin' love Aerosmith, which I think yeah. is, you figured out what's bothering me about this. <laughs> <laughs> the arrogance. Hey, Aerosmith, oh. I hate him. All right, so the... okay. <laughs> okay, so Clearly. we give the so this is but this is so difficult in terms of rate like rating this on a scale of one to five because. There is a lot of thought and in, in imagineering that went into this cue. Sure. Um, so it's hard to, it cringes me out and I hate it, but it's hard for me to rate it lower than what I would rate a cue for like Dumbo or teacups. Um, it's, it's difficult. Yeah. Okay. I understand that. Um, and I've been thinking about that, but in my opinion, they tried to do a lot and they're like, there's definitely a lot of like money and thought that has gone into this. They have a show. They've got like a, geez, how big is that room when you get on the roller coaster? It's like three stories. It's, it's three stories. It's like the whole thing, which is great. A lot of upward stuff, but they didn't fill it. Like there's no, like you're in a back alley. There's no silhouetted, like couple arguing in one of the windows or anything like that. They yeah. don't like, push it to that Disney level. So every inch that they did, they failed. The beginning of the queue is out in the sunlight in Florida, like for a long while. Then you get inside, and that's my only room I do like is when you first get inside because there's air conditioning one, and then also I think the floor is pretty cool and it's got all the records. Yeah, and all those records are pretty well themed. Like they're they're like fake fake records, but but are pretty fun. That's the one room I like, but I already I'm ready to rate this right now. I'm gonna give it a one (laughs) because they failed. They tried so hard, but they failed at every aspect and a lot of the aspects of things I mean, like, that they're supposed to get right. So even if they like are shooting for the moon, but you fail, like that's worse than if you just did a cheesy little 
far back and forth, but you did it right. I kind of, I don't like. I don't think that they. I would love to. You like the show? I mean, you like it's the not movie just the movie. It's, the a, it's like a Big Pepper's Ghost, which I think is awesome. Uh, I mean, it's definitely not like a. There's there are full on failures, teacups, <clears throat> and uh, and there aren't. So I can't um, give it a failure. I'm I'm thinking right now. Like, do you think that when they were saying like Hollywood Studios needs a roller coaster, and my theory is that what happened was like they were thinking like we need a roller coaster roll rock and roll rock and roll or what if we i feel like the name came before everything sure. else somebody was like rock and roller coaster and then they were like now we've got to theme something based 100%. on this name and and it just became this like really cheesy thing um it would have been cooler if they went with like a record label as yeah. opposed to one band I don't know if Disney owns a record label. You know what I mean? Like, there's multiple music, it, which is basically just Rip it's Ride too, Rocket. Yeah, it's too bad like, that they didn't it, get Suge Knight. But to it would have been Rip Ride Rocket. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. Would this Definitely. rock? Would this roller coaster be good if it was Disney no. songs? No. No. It's good the way it is. Jesus. Ah. I mean, was I not excited when I heard the ridiculous rumor that it was going to be rethinked to Monsters Inc.? Yes, but I like no, I like that rumor no way. a lot. That it's going to be a a, a Monsters Inc. It's yeah, so but it's going to be a Monsters Inc. No door sense. coaster. The... Yeah, but that doesn't make any sense. It's so it's easy a... to retheme that ride. All they have to do is change the cardboard cutouts inside to different things. Like it, it I'm going to give the I'm going to give the cue. Adrian, that would require paint. I'm just gonna point out. And okay. paint, yeah, paint is expensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and neon paint. Oof. Uh, I'm gonna give the cue a two. All right, and a one from. I mean, I'm sorry, a three from me. So that's uh, one, two, three. Whoa! Can you explain that? I really like that. I really like that's that high. bathroom, and I it's like Pepper's half. Ghost. I mean, like I, you know, just because I don't like that it's Aerosmith and. You know, and I and I really don't like the first part, but I think a three makes sense. I think it just the I think the cue just does nothing but get better as you go through it. So I think That's a three true. makes sense if I didn't hate it and it didn't cringe me sure. out so much. A three would make sense, but it but my I had a visceral reaction to thinking about this and even reading about it. I can't. It has to go. It has right, to go Sipping. You got four Ryan, in for, front of you. For a Adrian, you got three in front of you, and I got two. Cheers. 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 Ryan, I do have to agree with you. For a cue that starts with you standing out in the sun, looking at a blank building that used to be Disney's animation studio at that location, but is no, not that, anymore. That, this, I'm not sure. that building was built uh, yes, uh, purposefully good. for this. <laughs> Was oh that's oh, really supposed to look like that? Yeah, that's bad. It's yeah, just a bunch yeah. of offices that now it's there, uh, right? now it's the home to a. Uh, but they had to put show, something there. Cause... A new show based on Cars, if I remember right. Yeah. Oh, they, that's where they put it. They yeah, knocked down that wall to... and they expanded it. Ramirez. Because I remember for years, I think they were always having little mini shows in that kind of empty because it's like a little bit of an empty lot next to the right before you get in line i think they would always put like little kid like 
set up things, which I think were there to babysit your kids when you went on the ride. I'm not sure. Okay. Length of ride. As I said before, this ride is only 75 seconds. It's one of the quickest roller coasters in the world. However, because it immediately hits its top speed, it covers 3,403 feet of track. That's uh, more than a half mile over Mm. the course of those 75 seconds. I mean, when you think of, like, only going a half a mile in 75 seconds, it doesn't sound very impressive anymore. <laughs> like, we all drive cars. Um, yeah. Yeah. And also, yeah. when I think of the pre-show being two minutes and the ride only being 75 seconds, like, that feels rude. I, I shouldn't have to have a longer pre-show than, a, than yeah. a ride. Yeah. Which is probably why that pre-show feels even longer. Although, yeah. I will say that I don't know that I want it to be any longer <laughs> than it is uh, I'm kind of uh, I'm done with it by the time that that train stops I feel like I know like when it's over I'm like wow that was fast I feel like every time I've just been like that you know like maybe I could have had a cu- like a couple more songs in there like a couple more Aerosmith Aris- yeah. yeah. you know like just hits. you know you hit yeah. you hit a sweep a sweet uh, downhill section and then you get I always thought that was do it like a lady growing up. I think it's just Steven Tyler, Steven Tyler do being okay like with the sexuality, being, you know, a little bit, a little bit of shades of gray. Yeah. Kind of looking like a lady. Oh man. Tranny trans. Now that would be an interesting. Trend. 2020 bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't made in, in 1999. They Okay, so uh, what do you guys I, think I for the length of this ride? Let's but, start with you, Eric. Um, my main issue is there's zero, there's absolutely nothing to break up the ride. So you start out in light, then you go into the dark. There's a few, like, yes, they put the little pop-up billboard things, neon paint, but there's nothing to really break up the ride. So it feels, once once you get to the end of it, you don't have any memories. It's just a lot of G-force felt. You might as well just be in a spinning machine, like Spaceship Earth, with the lights off. I mean, not Spaceship Earth. Uh, but, space, but, like, but in off. that way, um, Spaceship so Earth. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mission Space, uh, space Mountain. Shit. Yeah, I know. Space Mountain space. is should be the same space as, Mountain. like, you know, a junk ride. Because there's nothing to break that up either. No. It, it, no, the track the track layout breaks it up itself. Just because you're always going down and you're turning and stuff like that. And this one, you're just being thrown in different directions. It, it, yeah, it's I more guess. disorientating. So you don't know. Like, you feel yourself move through... Yeah, um, space mountain. You Much. feel the length of it. It's also longer. Yeah, I, I, I think it's, I is have it five to look minutes. It up. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, space mountain's a lot longer. Yes, yeah, so that's a two for me. I can't give it a one because it wasn't like you just went up and down or something. But it's a two. Ryan, and yet I say right next door is a ride you go up and down, but it's amazing. I'm, I'm also a and two. a great ride. <laughs> it's uh. It's too fast, but I also, you know, am not upset when it's over. So, all Wait, right, what, you, let's what, what are you doing? Let's make what it are you a doing? true what are you category. Two's all around. Uh, two. I'm saying let's make it a true category. Two We're two's all around. You. All right, everybody in for three. Too true. At home, at home, what are you giving it for for length? Probably a bunch of fours in there. Can't drink. <laughs> a lot of track length in there. So, 
physically, it deserves a four. You know, I think people love All right, this now we're ride. on the thrill level. This like, is... love it. I think they love it for the reasons I said, because I think that it breaks up yeah. the slower rides of Disney World. Um, it's your only option. So, um, you have to be 48 inches tall to ride. This is for thrill level, five points. You have to be 48 inches tall to ride this ride. Riders go from zero to 57 miles per hour in 2.8 seconds. It features three inversions, two rollover loops, and one corkscrew, as well as five G-forces. That's more than astronauts do on a space shuttle launch. Whoa. Yeah. I can go to, I can go to the space then. Yeah, I we can, can totally go. Let's go to space. Um, that would be a, I, it wouldn't fit the park at all, but that would be a fun retheming of this ride. Just like, if they somehow put Wait, this next to like Mission Space, it's like, it into now Armageddon it's a roller coaster. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. You turn it into Armageddon the ride. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then you, and then you, you, you pull the, the, uh, the cookie from yeah. Space Mountain and you put it <laughs> Here and it's yeah. like landing on you're the just, You're just hearing like, I right. don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> right in your ear the entire time. <laughs> um, so, uh, Thrill Level, I'm going to give it a... I'm never really scared on this ride, even though all of this, what they're saying here, it's very smooth. I'm going to give okay. it a three. Eric? For Thrill. Um... I got the ride I want to compare this to, even though this the other ride came out later was the Mummy, and the Mummy never goes upside down, I think, but it does the same thing: indoor track layout, neon paint. But it's so much more thrilling. So I know it can be done on an indoor coaster, and this doesn't do it. Um, but it's got good G force. This so was three, a lot faster than three, the Mummy. Three. Yeah. Um, yes, a lot. I, faster. I think that you know, and it, this is the the fastest roller coaster in all of. Disney, and it's uh, the only upside down thing that they have, I think. Period. Right? Yeah, in Florida, in like yeah, in the Florida parks. Yeah, yeah. There's no inversions yeah. in the other. So, um, That's crazy. so I'm gonna give it a four. Um, I think it's the only thing that this ride does kind of right. So, okay. All right, you can drink one. Eric and I will drink Cheers. two. Cheers. Uh, the last of the technical categories is immersion. This is sights, sounds, and ride vehicle. We've talked a lot about the sounds. Um, the ride vehicle, even though they say you're getting into a super stretch limo, the car that you're in is actually based on a 1962 Cadillac. It's not you a can limo stretch at all. anything. Yeah, I'm just That's saying true. they you call it a it limo, off. but yeah, you can stretch anything now. Um, and Walt Disney Imagineering worked with Aerosmith to produce a special soundtrack for this coaster. Each uh, coaster train, like I said, features different songs, some containing lyrics specifically written for this attraction. For example, in Love is an Elevator is sung as Whoa. Love a Roller Coaster. I hate even saying this stuff. This whole it's ride. Funny, there's an elevator yeah, right next door. Elevator. And I love it. Yes! <laughs> love you it. Know, elevator is not point. a roller coaster. That take is over that one too. Mm. <laughs> no! 
Ryan, you're off I'm, the podcast. I'm okay for Aerosmith Month, where every ride in Hollywood Studios <laughs> is Aerosmith, <laughs> including Star Wars. This is why it's they like, think we love them, the lightsabers. They just hit each other with their axes, you know? <laughs> this is why they think we're all I in mean, love with them, and we want to if, ride based on this band. Axe riding, Rise of the Resistance. And Steven Tyler dropped down from the ceiling and started chasing you with a guitar. That would be like a a pretty special moment. I I love that you mean go to Steven Tyler being Kylo Ren. This <laughs> is so obvious. Yeah. Um, so out of a possible ten points, um immersion i think you know like it does a couple things right you know like the the fake records and stuff like that and the, and like you know the changes to the song and uh g-force productions and stuff you know like there's things that it does right and i think that that last little bit of the cue is yeah but how right. about the actual ride but the immersion Man, is on that the ride with those cardboard cutouts is horrible so, yeah it's terrible I wonder if the ride would be better with just black, or I mean, that's why I love. Or just like, or like neon, like neon laser lights, you know, like. Yeah. Oh yeah, like a laser show with smoke effects. That'd be fun as hell. I remember riding this in 1999, seeing those neon cardboard cutouts, and feeling like even back then, we're talking 21 years ago, thinking. This is not good enough. Like this is this is not. This is a brand new roller coaster. It should have a little bit more, um, a little more to it than cardboard cutouts. So that's hard for me to. It's hard for me to score it high. Yeah, I'm coming in one under. I'm going to go four. I'm I'm also feeling a four. All right, guys. So you guys drink Um, uh, six. I will drink. Glug, glug. <clears throat> Cheers. I hear my nephew yelling nice. yelling out the window my name. <laughs> Does um, he have Steven Tyler opinions? <laughs> he loves everybody, so he'll probably be like, he's great. And then I'll be like, and that's why you're not allowed on the Poor podcast. Poor Charles in charge. Charlie. Okay, so um, here's where we stand right now going into the fun zone. Uh, I'm at 11. Adrian, you're at 12. And Eric, you're at 10 points out of 25. <laughs> I gotta wonder, if this ride wasn't located next to, like, the best ride ever, would it do better? When I was gonna enter this ride, I was gonna say the ride that's in the shadow of possibly the best ride in Walt Lit- Disney World. At a certain time of day, it quite literally is, I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, so it's yeah, I mean it's literally next to the best ride. I don't, I don't know. I think it would do better if it wasn't, you know, hmm. a sh- a sh- <laughs> if it wasn't made the way that it is. <laughs> I That's fair. love that it's there though, because when people that love this ride turn left to go on this ride, they're taking away lines yeah, from fantastic. going to the right ride for me. So it works out good. Yeah. Okay, so this is the category that could change everything. Uh, this is fun level. Um, did you have a great time on this ride? Um, are you excited, you know, to get back on it? Um, they leave you off in a gift Where shop. Where you can get all of, of that classic so, um, There's swag. that. 
Aerosmith. Can't wait to get my Aerosmith beanie. <laughs> you can get the shirt that that uh, the guy wears in Wayne's World. I have that there. What Garth wears in Wayne's World. Um, I, this isn't a fun ride for me, but I, I said, I was thinking about this and I was like, I've had sort of this renaissance in Disney World where I've gone to these after dark parties and I've been able to walk on rides that I haven't gone on and enjoyed in years. And now I enjoy them because I don't have to wait for them. I'm wondering if like, if I didn't have to wait for this ride, if I didn't have to go in the pre-show and I just got to ride the roller coaster, I'd probably have a great time and be singing a different tune, but that's not the All case. All right, well, let's, let's, let's hold um, off on the phone. Let's talk about the ride and then, and go to like our, our question of how long would you wait for this ride? Oof. Whoa, really? 15 minutes. I'm, I'm, uh, wow. I'm going to do a solid half hour. I'm cool with a, a solid half hour. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm 30 to 40 minutes here. But that's because that's also the layout of the park. You go that way, and there are two rides, and you make a decision based off of wait time. And yeah. then usually when you get off one, you're not, like, walking all the way. You're not gonna walk back down that alley. So. Usually. Yeah. 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 There is nothing on that alley except for a few shows occasionally and a restaurant that I've never been to. That horrible outdoor market where the orange bird is? Yeah. Where you can get like a banana because that's what you want to eat when you're in Disney World? Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> awful. Um, yeah. So sure. I'm going to go. I'm, does anybody want to go first right down the middle and go slightly less at 12? I think that's a that's a good score. Um, I feel like so like such a traitor because I was one of the first people to ride this ride. I've never ridden a ride in previews. This is the only ride I've ever ridden in previews, and I worked at the park when it was opening, so it just feels like I should love it more because of that, and I don't. Um, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a thirteen. I'm going to highball it, and I'm going 18. Okay. And it's because okay. mostly because when this ride – most of my riding experiences ride, I love G-Force and love roller coasters, and this 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 one has a lot of it. it sucks you have to wait so long so much, and a lot of the elements around it and in it are uh, <clears throat> disgraceful, to say the least. Um, they're not as good. But overall, as a roller coaster, inside or outside, whatever, it's a good roller coaster. Um and it's got good g-force it just it feels good smooth as we brought up before which is a huge thing and also but lately i find that i'm a little older i don't love roller coasters as much i don't like getting my head rattled i wanted the hulk the last one on the hulk but i found out even though they redid it i found out that maybe that's it wasn't a good redo or something i don't know um so maybe i still oh we got a little breakup going we got breakup as yeah, i say the right but that's okay <laughs> the ride smooth, your voice. Ride smooth, the podcast is rough. <laughs> Rock and roll, baby. You never know what you <laughs> Oh, see now you've got a good Steven Tyler going. All right. Was it? What, what's the what's the sound effect? Yeah, that was pretty good. Cool. What does he do? He does. That's that's one. What does he do? You've been doing it a lot. It's like. Ugh. <laughs> what? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you do a little sound effect thing that ends every sentence. It's like the king. You, you know, no, whoop. that's just the way like, Ryan you talks. Go, you go like, yeah, ow. Oh, yeah. Ow, yeah, ow. I want to rock. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> you guys want to get some coffee and some bagels? Yeah. Ow. 
Okay, Ryan, why don't you we're getting <laughs> little sip and spray? <laughs> I'm just I'm just watering my garden. Yeah. All right. Um <laughs> all of our points are in. Eric, you have six to drink uh seven to drink. Oh shit. Adrian, you have uh twelve to drink and I have thirteen. Cheers, cheers. Uh, while you guys are Cheers. drinking, I'll, I'll go over what our, our scores are right now. Um, we have a total of, I gave it 25 points out of 50. Adrian, we tied up again, which I don't like how this is going. <gasps> 25 out of 50. Yeah, you especially uh, don't like Eric, that. I you love gave it a, a 28 out of 50. Because um, you gave it 18 points that last round out of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> so, it's a fun ride. Yeah, <laughs> I stand by that. It gets it deserves over half for me. So what did it score? What's drink. the average? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! He's um, okay, so uh, the average between all three of us is a twenty-six. Just over. Wow! Half. It only got just over half. I think. I feel like we're going to be low compared to the majority of people. I know yeah, I people agree. are going to yeah, say it's a ride that's going to guys out 30s. there in, in podcast land. Please let us know uh, yeah. what what you guys got on this ride, and are we are we insane for uh, for dissing Aerosmith? Do you hate us now for dissing Aerosmith? We're too critical. I don't think we're insane at all. I think we are right, and everyone else <laughs> is high. Um, okay, so is this is this um, a ride uh, a must weirdly enough? I, I think yeah. I think if you're maybe not anymore because this park has had a you know renaissance of sorts in the past couple of years, but for the last twenty years, I would say absolutely. Um, and then now, uh, as long as they're, I guess it's not a must do. You know, maybe right now because of uh, Galaxy's Edge being here now and the new uh, Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railway being there now, and of course uh, Tower of Terror. I mean, just with those uh, four attractions you could probably take up a day. Um, but if you're going to be down by Tower of Terror, I think that, like, you're probably going to be um, online for this. <laughs> Fair. Nope. Um, no, wow, it is okay. absolutely not a must you'll walk me. all the way down years. To, to Tower of Terror and then walk all the way back? Well, yeah. I would fair. walk even further for Tower of Terror. That's I would just keep walking to <laughs> Central Florida um, for Tower of Terror. I'd walk anywhere for Tower of Terror, but I I don't even notice um, rock and roller coaster. I just so walk right by. I I Ryan, you took the words right out of my mouth. I agree with you completely, but also that's because I think the majority of our experience. Although Adrian completely disagrees, regardless, she avoids it. Majority of all of our experiences of Hollywood Studios or MGM Studios, as we would know it, was that that was a half-day park. So, like, every single attraction was a must-do because you could do it in one day. Yeah. Um, but still, I think, I don't know. I have not been to that park with Galaxy's Edge or Toy Story Land open. Um, and I do very much look forward to riding Slinky Dog Dash one day. Yeah, it's, probably the best, Dash. it's probably the best roller coaster in that park. Who knows? <laughs> It is. Beat, beat, my, beat my dog. Um, uh, but yep. I don't know. Is it still, I feel like just because of its location alone, it's still a must do. Because if you, you have, you, uh, 
Tower of Terror is a must-do. You have to go to Tower of Terror. And if you go down there and Rock and Roller Coaster has a 30-minute or less wait and Tower of Terror has an hour-long wait, for whatever reason, you go on Rock and Roller Coaster and hopefully when you get off, Tower of Terror is less or vice versa. It, like They work in competition with each other. And rock and roller, ha- rock and roller has a single rider line, so you can. And I've done that with my mom. Literally, we would not hour, wait. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we've got a, we've got so this ride is not the worst ride of all of our rankings. Still, the lowest ranked ride is the railroad at nineteen, and rock and roller coasters adjacent uh, ride forty eight point five Tower of Terror is the current leader and i feel like it's going to be a hard one to beat um how drunk are you guys on a scale of steven <laughs> tyler to stone wait cold stone cold Steve sober because he's stone cold sober is <laughs> he drunk where's because <laughs> steven tyler's drunk right i mean <laughs> oh well i just meant their physique more <laughs> Yeah. So, I, like, if we're doing it physique-wise, I guess I'm Bayo-maxed. Because uh, <laughs> I'm, I feel like I'm bloated, <laughs> full of air, and uh, and yeah, and a big boy. I think I'm Lightning McQueen because I want to be in a completely I'm different car, Ralph. Because I'm about one, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys. So that's our show. Thank We'd you. like to thank Eric Bieber for joining us again. Hopefully, he'll come back real soon. We'll see what happens. Um, the Dark Ride, presented by Drunk Distry, is available every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else podcasts are available. The show is free, but you can pay us by simply liking and subscribing, giving us a five star rating and review that really helps, or just telling a Disney Parks loving friend to listen. Also, please follow us on Instagram for lots of great Disney Park content at Drunk Distory. Email us questions or shoutouts or hate mail at drunkdistory at gmail.com. Thank you always for joining and for Cheers. most and most importantly for Cheers. playing along. Cheers, everybody. Thank you for having me so much. This is great. <laughs>